Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Change Labs Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one podcast for online coaches and in-person coaches who want to take their business to the next level and step into their abundance so they can have the freedom that they know, like, and fucking deserve. So welcome back to another episode of Hijack Friday with your boys, Coach Caleb, the man, the myth, the legend, and your boy, Jeffy. We're fucking here to party. Caleb's in Denver. I'm in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And this is how we go. Let's what is it, up, guys? Hope you're all having the best day ever. I'm telling you, how big of a difference is it making your life, Jeff, when you're like best day ever versus when you never said that? I don't know because I've always said best day ever. Really? Even when I was an addict, man. Okay. Well, for me, it's tremendous because like there's no time to think about something negative because like sometimes when people ask how you doing, you might think, oh, well, this happened. I'm, I'm okay with it. For me, it's an instant reaction. Best fucking day ever. Like I even say that to random people. People ask me at the gym, hey, how you doing? Like someone was just standing by the, the walk-in desk the other day and someone working there was like, yo, Caleb, how's your day? Best fucking day ever. And someone's like, I really like that. And I was like, yeah, you better. It does train your brain to see the good though. That's for sure. Exactly. I will say that. 110%. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. Today on the podcast, we're talking about the three skills to lead generate better. So we put a poll inside the Facebook group here for you guys. And we wanted to give you guys a little in-depth. Then we also thought it would be super beneficial if we did this on the podcast because the amount of people who can take value from it. And it's going to actually allow you to level up your business because the way that people think about lead generation and like everybody who comes into the program, anybody who ever reaches out to us in the DMs and like, yo, like I'm struggling with lead generation. I'm struggling with lead generation. They're looking at how to get people to reach out to them. They're looking for the quick and easy way to bring clients into their business. They're not actually looking at the foundation, which is going to set them up for success. And like everybody wants, like myself included, Caleb included, like we like it when people reach out to us because those are really hot leads. Those are like people who are like, yo, this person's committed. This person wants it. They came to us. But we also have to take into the psychology here. So like the really big thing that you need to start thinking about is people are scared to ask for help. Everyone is oh, scared yeah. to ask for help. Like I'm Caleb, Nick, Brady, Billy, Cole, Brian, and a few other like mastermind students that I've like talked with personally. Like they're probably like the only people I know who are okay to ask for help because they would rather improve than like sit there and try to struggle. Mm. There's this really cool quote that I like. I would rather look like a fool for a minute than a fool for a lifetime. Ooh, I like that. Right. So if I ask a question that I don't know the answer to, like one of my clients reached out to me like, hey, like, what about this? And I was like, I actually don't know. Can you send me a video on what the heck you're talking about? Because I've never heard of that. Mm -hmm. They sent me, I was like, okay, this makes more sense. But I got to learn for that. But that makes me a good coach because I admitted a shortfall where I have an area to improve on. It doesn't make me stupid, right? right? But like when it comes to like growing your online business, a lot of people tend to struggle with asking, especially people who are looking to actually transform their lives, especially people who are looking to lose weight, put on muscle, feel confident, feel sexy again. And like that's usually like the biggest issues that we hear when we're on the phone calls is people want to feel confident. People want to look in the mirror and actually like look and enjoy what they see, but they're scared to ask for help. Right. So you got to realize that when it comes down to the best ways to lead generate is to not think that you got to sit there. That's not even number one, but that's just like a bonus. Like if you're sitting there, you're doing yourself and your business and these clients a disservice. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, great. 
I wanted to highlight one thing that you said, Jeff. Like, we all want leads to come to us. I'm going to tell you that's going to take like a good seven to 15 months of consistently posting and providing value and building relationships before you get people to do that. And that's why you have to do like these three skills for lead generating on a consistent basis. Otherwise, you're not going to have leads, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Like to get leads coming to you on a frequent basis. Cause I know, like, I know a handful of coaches who really mm-hmm. don't have to lead generate anymore. They have a lot of inbound messages. Like people are coming to them to be their clients. And the reason why is because they've done these skills for so long that now it's just second nature to them. So they don't have to think about it, but people view them as the authority in that space, which now, because I see you as the authority in that space, I want to reach out for your expertise. It's why people look up to people like Blaine Norton. It's why people look up to fucking, I don't know the guy who won the Olympia. I still don't know his name. I don't care. Chris Bums or some shit. It's why people look up to CT Fletcher. It's why people look up to fucking Ronnie Coleman. It's why people look up to Matt Frazier. It's why people look up to a fucking Tia Toomey. Why people look up to freaking Rich Froning. So like those are like three CrossFit athletes, right? But like everybody looks up to these people, but look how long they've been in their space. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're viewed as the professionals. Right. Let's fucking deep dive. Let's have some serious fun. I'm excited. So step number one, guys, the most important thing to do for lead generation. First thing that you need to really think about to have a better skill for lead generation is likes and comments on your content. Mm -hmm. The first place you want to look for leads is going to be the like section on every one of your posts and the comment section on every one of your posts, because this is a goldmine. I know people really don't want to like, I'm really busy, so I don't have time to go back and comment on all these fucking posts. You're shooting yourself in the foot because if you don't do that, people are going to stop engaging with your content, right? They Mm -hmm. may like it, but they're not going to comment. So now you're killing a portion of your relationship right off the bat. So you need to really focus on if you want to get good clients, go to the people who are already liking your content and already commenting on your content. Now, here's a little ninja trick. If you notice that the people who are commenting on your content aren't actually leaving methodical, well thought out shit, they're just giving you fire emojis or they're like, yo, I totally agree with that. And they happen to be fitness coaches. It's because you're not talking to your avatar. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I want to make a point just because we're saying likes and comments, you don't have to have thousands of likes to be a successful online trainer on any platform because like you guys know where I'm at. Like right now, our business is around 30 to 5 to 40K a month. If I do an Instagram post, guys, I get like 30 to 70 likes. That's yep. it. And like, look at Natasha Storm. Like Natasha is running a multi-million dollar business. And if you guys don't know who Natasha is, some of you probably have heard her on the podcast. Brian's brought her up, but she's one of our mastermind coaches. Like she had her own fitness company. I've followed her for so long that I know what her fitness company looked like. She's running a multi-million dollar company now, and she still only gets like 60 likes, if that per post. And even as when she ran a fitness company, when she was making, I think she, when she quit her fitness company, it was around 30 to $40,000 a month. And she still was only getting that amount of likes. So when we say this, guys, you don't have to get hundreds of likes. You don't have to get hundreds of comments to be successful. But sometimes when you have less likes and comments, it's those people that like and trust you more. But you have to have that good content that Jeff mentioned to get that like and trust built up. Well, dude, 100%. Like, do you want to go through a thousand fucking comments, a thousand fucking likes? I don't. I would rather. It's so enormous. (laughs) I would rather go with like my content. Like right now, my average is probably about like 50 to 60 likes per post. I don't really care. That's my Instagram. My Facebook is even less. My average likes on Facebook is usually around like maybe 15 to 20. And it's been consistent like that for the last two years of my online business. But I built my business to over $10,000 with that many likes. Mm -hmm. It's not about how many people are liking your shit. It's not about how many people are commenting on your shit. It's making sure that the people who 
are liking and are commenting view you as the authority in that space and actually respect you in that space. When you do have a conversation with them, they're more likely to be open with you to the idea of working with you versus just some random fucking person giving you a thumbs up or a fire emoji. Right. And you might, and something that I'm thinking while you're listening to this is, is like, okay, like I have my avatar narrowed down, but I'm still not getting that good quality likes engagement, even if it's low. Well, then looking at your content, there's so many different things that you can look at. And something that I want to highlight is like the language that you're using. And like, that's so important. We're going to go into this a little bit more, but are you talking to everybody? Are you talking to one person? Or are you like, I just got off build your business and I'm not going to mention the student but one of the students is struggling and he's having people fall off like after three to five weeks. So last week I had him check his onboarding system. I had him check if they were overwhelmed around that point. Like he put a friend and family through his whole program and no, they were like, no, that this shouldn't be overwhelming. So I was like, okay, what could it be? So I went to his content and all of his content, like he's talking to women, but he was specifically talking to the pain points of women that just start their fitness journey and someone just starting their fitness journey that are doing tons of cardio and only eating 12 hundred calories a day, they're more likely to fall off versus someone that's lifting weights, gone through the experience of not seeing progress, eating less and doing cardio. So maybe that is language, but also making sure that you're targeting your avatar at the right place at the right time. So you're attracting the right people is everything when it comes to growing your business. Dude, 1000%. So like if you're targeting individuals who are brand new to fitness, you got to realize that they're scared to eat calories. And so if you start them off at fucking 1600 calories when they've been eating 1200, or you start them off at 1800, you're throwing a huge mental hurdle in them, which is going to cause them to drop off your program. And when your content is talking like this, people aren't going to want to look at you because they already think that eating more because the fitness industry has saturated it with a caloric deficit. If you're not losing weight, you need to be in a caloric deficit. So people like, well, I'm only eating 600 calories. So I guess I got to eat less. So now they're eating 400 calories and they can't lose weight. And they're wondering why. So when you talk about eating 1800 calories, it scares them and they don't want to work with you because in their mind that equals fat. Exactly. So that's why like in the Academy, I think we as in coaches could possibly do a little bit better job, but like we're working on it more is teaching you guys how to pinpoint where you're targeting them at and using the language correctly to pinpoint them. And like, even like, let's think about this for an example, like a lot of personal trainers want to talk about mindset all the time. And we tell you guys to share your story. Well, if you're talking about mindset and how you are at rock bottom, well, you're going to attract people at rock bottom. People at rock bottom aren't ready to do workout three to four times a week. People at rock bottom aren't ready to track their food. Of course, they're going to fall off. You're putting out the wrong type of content and using the wrong language. Hey guys, which is like probably the most important. If you guys aren't getting likes and comments, if you guys aren't getting engagement from people you want, it means that you're not actually the authority in your space. So you need to audit your content. Mm -hmm. You want an easy source of leads? Look at everybody in the fitness industry who gets to when you go to their page, you see them as that, right? You need to put yourself and position yourself as that, which means your content needs to be audited and edited so that way it can be relatable. Right. And guys, last note on this, because I feel like Jeff's ready to go to point two. No, it's all good. It's all good. You you don't have to have crazy content to be the valued person or the authoritative person in that area because can't remember his name, but someone that you might know who I'm talking about, Jeff. But like there was someone that went through the mastermind and he has 1.2 million followers on Instagram. He just posts a swipe workout every single day and he doesn't miss a day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but he's an authority. Like he's simply an authority because of the quality of his content and he doesn't miss a day. 
Like every- yeah, but like he started swipe workouts when swipe workouts were cool and brand new. Okay, but look at Cassie Colucci. Cassie Colucci, I went to her Instagram like three or four months ago, and I noticed that some of her swipe workouts were doing like ridiculously good, like 800 likes, 900 likes, and the rest of her posts were only getting 100. And I was like, Cassie, why are you not doing a swipe workout every single day? And she's like, I didn't want to give too much. And I was like, own that. They like your swipe workouts. You're fit. You're attractive. You're smart. You have good content. Now, Cassie Kluge, Cassie, if you listen to this and I'm saying your last name wrong, I'm sorry. (laughs) You guys know how bad Jeff and I are at pronunciation, but she owned that. And now she's hitting record month after record month. She has too many leads. I'm pretty sure she applied for the mastermind or if she didn't, she's going to the next round, but she became the authority in her space by simply figuring out what was working and double down on it. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Well, that's the big thing, right? Is like, guys, you don't have to put out content that you think people want. You have to put out content that your clients want, that your avatar wants. It's not about what you want. It has nothing to do with that. Amen. If you want to talk 100%. about mindset, you're probably in the wrong field. Agreed. 110%. Colt says this all the time. You can't talk about mindset until you're already the authority. Yeah. Thousand fucking percent. Like that's why we talk about mindset because we are the authorities in this Exactly. Space. This is what we do on a daily basis. We preach it. We live it. That's how I got to Mexico. I've been here nine months because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Right? I love it. That's why Congrats Caleb's on nine months, again. by the way. Oh, thanks, bro. I'm like, I've literally just come out on my birth, man. It's like the fucking, I was like, fucking, <laughs> I love now it. they put me out in the world and ready to start my life. It's fucking sick <laughs> getting a new pad. Dude, I'm fucking excited for this pad. Make sure you send uh, our group chat some videos when you get it, all right? Bro. Who am I joking? Guys, Jeff sends us videos. Like anytime we talk about snow, Jeff will take a video recording and he'll be like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. It's so fucking nice here in Mexico. When are you guys moving here? Every single time. And that's okay. It's funny. Brady I love her that. Fucking I think six foot <laughs> fucking snow wall yesterday. And I was like, she's like, I'm stuck. I was like, I think it's hilarious. I love it. Keep doing it. I love it. I think it's great. It brings a smile to my face every single time you do it. Dude, Mexico's where it's at. Let's go on to number two. Number okay. two is going to be your power base guy. Mm-hmm. So often overlooked. People really don't think about their power base. And what is a power base? Let's define a power base. A power base is going to be friends. A power base is going to be family. So that's aunts, uncles, that's fucking nieces, nephews, etc. That's extended, etc. Then it's going to be old people old trade school friends, old coworkers that you used to go to that know you, right? That they watched your fitness transformation. This is where your power is because if you can't lead generate these people, if you can't have a conversation with these people, it's so much harder to have a conversation with someone you don't know because you're already going to be intimidated. You have to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you can talk to your power base, it's going to allow you to actually comfortable in the DM process, comfortable in the sales calls, and it's going to allow you to actually step into your power so you can get better before you start talking to random strangers. Agreed. Guys, your power base in your first couple months of being an online trainer or 
not even the first couple months, if you've been doing it for a while, but you haven't been consistent with an avatar, then it's still important now. But the reason that it's important is because we say this in the academy all the time. And maybe Jeff, you believe differently on the time frame that I'm about to say, but I truly believe it takes two to three months of consistent posting, consistent network growth, consistent stories, consistent lives for your audience to build a level of like and trust to raise their hand. So for all of you out there that are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start a new Facebook. I'm going to start a different Instagram. I have family on this one. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Because yes, you're going to get people that you're going to add. This is in a blue moon scenario. But like once in a blue moon, you're going to get like one person to follow you. And then a week later, they might sign up. But that's rarely going to happen. So if you start a new Facebook and Instagram, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're that power base. They already like and trust you. They already have a level of respect for you. And the cool thing is, is like, it's so easy for you to start a conversation. So let's think about your uncle. And like, if you're already posting for a week, your uncle already probably already saw your content. So if you go to your uncle's page and you're like, okay, I'm going to shoot my uncle a message. Hey, Uncle Joe, how's it going? I hope all is well. I just want to check in and see what's up with you and the fam bam. And then you get a conversation going. They're more likely going to bring up the fact like, oh, I saw you started your own fitness business. How's that going? You start talking about it. Awesome. And then you're like, hey, Uncle Joe. How's your health been? Have you been staying on top of it? Well, obviously, you know not because Uncle Joe's got a gut, but that's how you get started and get it into possible leads. Yeah, 1000%. Another really big thing to think about, guys, like you can start a new Instagram. So I'm not going to say you can't. I know Caleb won't because we've had one of our boys, Clayton. He had to do it. He made $10,000 when he only had 500 followers. Yep. But what he did when he started that, he told everybody on that page like where he's going, yep. right? So he got everybody who was actually serious about health and fitness to follow him, number one. But then he made sure all of his content was 1,000% directed towards that avatar versus what he wanted to fucking post on a fitness basis. Instead right. of a bicep workout, instead of a fucking booty workout, instead of mindset fucking content, he was talking about how to solve his avatar's problem. I will say Clayton also is a hustler. Like he was oh, in yeah. an in-person BMI group. So like people would, he would get leads from that too. So, but that's, that's just effort. Like there's other ways to find online clients than an online space. That's Clayton just putting in the fucking reps. Oh, thousand percent. That's what I'm saying. Like it it is doable, but you got to make sure you're hustling too, right? hundred percent. Shout out to Clayton. If you watch this episode, we appreciate you and love the hustle, man. Facts. So another place that you guys can go, which is part of your power base is going to go to the friends of your followers. Yo, I fucking like, I want to work with Caleb, like so fucking bad. Like I want to work with Caleb. I want to find people who are just like Caleb to work with because I like his mindset. I like the way he's got his attitude. I like the way he shows up in the gym. So I'm going to go through his friend list because chances are he's going to have friends that are a lot similar to him, mm-hmm. right? So that way I can actually be like, yo, there's fucking seven dudes right there. I'm going to add them. Maybe I get two back. I'm going to have a conversation with them. I'm going to become personable. I'm going to engage with them. Then I'm going to be able to actually have that conversation. That's going to be your best bet. And then you go through their friend list. Then you go through their friend list. Then you go through their friend list, right? It's super yeah. easy. Like guys, like lead generation doesn't have to be hard. You're just trying to think of like these drastic fucking like nuances that are going to make you blow up overnight. There is no such thing as an overnight success. Like people like you guys don't even understand the amount of people who I used to work with in an in-person gym have reached out to me like, oh, must be nice to be an overnight success. I'm like, motherfucker. I was grinding the entire time I was in a gym building my repertoire. That's why we don't hang out with those people anymore. I have nothing bad to say about them, but like, like they're good people. They just don't understand the amount of work that I put in to get here. Yeah. They never do. Right. People only see success. What's that? Uh, There's sound on TikTok and Reels that's trending. I think it's by that guy that's like, he was uh, with Navy SEALs like 10 times, David Goggins. He said something along the lines like, 
It's the hours. It's the reps that you put in when no one's watching or something. Dude, that's a fact. I haven't seen that one, but I'm like, I'm surprised I haven't because I love David Goggins. Right? He's, he's an animal. Nah, man. He's just a fucking dude who beat his demons and he doesn't like average. True. I like it. Oh, man. I love David Goggins. But yo, guys, that's like the big thing is go through your power base. Like if you're not willing to go through your power base, you're shooting yourself in a foot. Mm -hmm. Because chances are, if you're fucking 18 years to fucking 50 years, you have probably known and talked to and communicated with and worked with well over 300 individuals. Right. Well over that. Like we're aiming fucking low with 300. Like most high schools, like the high school I went to, there was only like 30 fucking people who graduated in my class. My high school was only like 500 people, like my entire school, right? Like there's a school right next to me that had 2000 kids, right? It's just like, if you went to school, you might know 500 fucking people. You had a job in a large fucking firm anywhere fucking doing sales rep. There's probably a fucking 400 employees. You ever worked at McDonald's? There's probably fucking 60 people on staff. You ever gone to trade school? There's probably fucking 60 people in your trade class. Like, you know, at least fucking 500 people easy that you could reach out to. Mm -hmm. And if you vibe with them, chances are you go through their friend list and you could find another 300 people that you vibe with. Agreed. That's fucking 800 people that you have a potential to bring into your fucking business. You only need 40 people at $250 to make 10,000. So 800 to get to 40, pretty good odds. I like Jeff those just odds. did the math for you guys. I'm a math wizard. I don't know how. You are pretty good at it. You do? In our meetings, he'll just pull out numbers all the time. I'm like, where do these come from? <laughs> math, bro. Common denominators. Yeah, I don't know. Math is just easy for me. Okay, so we're going to go on to point number three. Caleb, I'm going to let you smash this one, bro. All right, guys. Point number three is you're a generalist. You're trying to talk everybody. Yeah, I brought this up briefly in the beginning, and I get it. You want to help everybody. You want to work with men and women. You don't want to close people off. Okay, first of all, if you have an avatar that says women, you can still work with men. We're not saying that, but if you're not talking to one person. You're talking to everyone and your content isn't going to relate with them. For example, guys, even if you have an avatar statement that says I help women, like let's break this down for a minute. Like there's moms are women. There's women that are nine to fivers. There's women that nurses. There are women that are accountants. Like there's so many different fields. There are women that are stay at home moms, moms that work a single moms. There are women right out of college that are started their career lacking confidence. You're telling me if you're targeting women in your avatar statement and you're writing towards women, you have it narrowed down enough. Yeah. Because look how many women avatars, there's probably hundreds of more, but just look how many avatars I picked apart from your one. Yeah, dude, that's 1000% like the biggest thing. And this is why lead generation is so hard for you because you don't know who you want to work with because exactly. you're trying to work with everybody. I guys, I'm going to tell you my avatar. I work with CrossFit athletes. Mm -hmm. I work with CrossFit, not fucking ers, athletes. Right. Everybody wants to be a CrossFit athlete. Everybody wants to go to the fucking CrossFit Open. Everybody wants to fucking do like the whole fucking Reebok CrossFit Open that's going on right fucking or Snowball reopen right now because they rebranded it. But, like, you know how many people are in my fucking DMs? Yo, 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 yo. But here's the thing. Because most of my content has me doing Olympic lifts, right? I'm pretty decent at them too. Most of my content has me doing strongman fleets because that's a large part of CrossFit. Most of my fucking content has me doing powerlifting lifts. So like my deadlift, I can easily rep out fucking three. 375 for 10 reps, touch and go. No fucking issues. Like that's like a six out of 10 for me. I can deadlift fucking 450, six months post fucking knee break, right? So like people are like, what the fuck? So like people come to me because they want to get the same results I have, but I only specifically speak to the CrossFit industry. Mm -hmm. 100%. 
like how I was just talking about women real quick. And I want to break this down. Why? So like, let's simply take, I help women lose 20 pounds, gain their confidence back to live their best life possible. Simply changing it to career driven women. This isn't even the most narrowed down avatar, but it's more narrowed down. This is why career driven. And we could do men too. Like guys, we're not trying to be sexist or anything. Like we just picked a topic. I used to work with women. So that's why I went with it. So career driven women, what are they doing? We're not thinking like when we're doing network growth and like we're trying to add people and we're trying to bring people in because once again, three skills to lead generate. If you're not adding people to your network, you're not going to have people to lead generate. That's why we talked about like adding people from your family's friend list and so forth like that. But career driven women, my thought process instantly goes to, okay, these people aren't out drinking and partying. These people aren't out doing like spending their money on silly stuff. Like they're investing in themselves. Like if they're career driven, they more likely like their job. They're more likely trying to get that next promotion. They might be trying to gain the confidence to start their own business. So who are they listening to? So by simply going to career-driven women, I know that I could go to any powerful female speaker and I guarantee you my ideal avatar is following them. So I could simply go to Mel Robbins and I guarantee you go to her Instagram, look at her followers. And I guarantee you there's going to be a bunch of career-driven women following her and you just simply add them. But if you're doing women, where are you going to find them? You're not, you're going to struggle. And that's why you might be struggling to lead generate, not just because you can't write content to them, but because you're not adding an avatar or a specific avatar to your audience. Yeah. Like guys, in order to become an individual who has lead generation nailed down and super easy for you, Mm -hmm. like the more specific you become at this, you need to be a specific individual in a specific space. If Caleb came to me and told me that he could help me with my fucking CrossFit career, but he does bodybuilding, how would I vibe with that? If I come to him and I'm like, yo, I can get you fucking juicier in the gym, but I CrossFit, he's going to be like, how can you help me? You guys don't even care about the aesthetic. You guys don't even do lateral races, like blah, 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 like all that shit. So like those two messages don't fucking correlate. So why would I try to lead generate him and vice versa? When it comes down to understanding being the authority, if you can pick one specific niche, you will talk to the entire industry. So let's look at accountants or let's look at fucking busy career-driven women. How many career-driven women are in the USA alone? We're probably looking at 20 fucking million people. Yeah. 20 million fucking women. That's who you're talking to. Does that sound like a small fucking market? No. But you're thinking, well, I don't want to like exclude anybody. Who gives a fuck? Are you freaking Honda where you want everybody to come into the dealership and buy your car? Or are you Bugatti? Are you Bentley? Are you Ferrari where they actually have to pre-qualify before you can even buy the vehicle? Do Mm -hmm. you know that in order to buy a Ferrari, in order to buy a Ferrari, you need to make a minimum of $200,000 a month. That's part of the pre-qualification to actually qualify for their car, to buy and represent that brand on the freaking street, right? But why do they do that? Because that way, when you buy this car, there's a status that comes with it, that you are part of the Ferrari club. You get invited to the Ferrari drive. So like sometimes like if you go and buy a Bentley, like they will literally fly you to fucking Italy to go drive Bentleys around fucking Italy. Why? Because it's part of their brand, which is why you have to qualify to buy their car. So when you think about it this way with your <coughs> clients, if they have to qualify by being the specific individual, now it's an exclusive club and everybody wants to be in the fucking exclusive club because that's where the cool kids hang out. Mm-hmm. So the more exclusive you make yourself, 
the more specific you are when you're speaking and when you're typing your messages, when you're doing your reels, when you're on your story, the more people want to be around you because they want to be included in the exclusiveness of what's going on in your program. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking to me one day, you're talking to Caleb the next, then you're talking to the busy mom, then you're talking to the stay at home mom, then you're talking to the fucking beer drinking dad on the weekends. You're not an exclusive club. You're Honda Civic. I can go to fucking 12 different dealerships in one city. On top of that, guys, you have to just to be have a presence on a social media app. You have to post multiple times a day. Look, let's say you're posting once a day, but you're writing to everybody and you have a mix of your a mix of people following you, they're not going to read your content all the time. So they're barely going to see you because you're not writing to them. So like, oh, I don't know if this post is going to resonate with me. You know, I'm not going to try even bother reading it today. Yeah. So like, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Like guys, if you want lead generation to become easy, these are the three steps that you need to nail down. Number one, mm -hmm. likes and comments. Number two, your power base. Number three, being the authority and speaking to one audience. Yep. You guys do these three simple skills and you do it consistently for the next three months. In three months time, yes, it's three months, but where would you be if you didn't do it? Well, you're going to be in the exact same spot in the next year. So, I mean, what do you got to lose? Mm -hmm. Nothing. But if you do this for the next three months and really hone down these three simple skills, what's going to happen to your business is it will start to grow and it will start to blossom because the seeds that you're planting today, you can harvest in three months time. And then you're going to get a consistent flow of leads, which means then you're going to get consistent testimonials, which means you're going to get consistent transformations, which means you can consistently post those, which means more people are going to see that and be like, holy fuck, I want that. And then you're going to get more people consistently coming to your page, which then means it consistently going to attract more clients, which means eventually you're going to get consistent people reaching out to you with inbound messages for your program. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal. It's not you, easy, guys. No, no. That's the goal. That was it. Yeah. It's not easy, but it, it's these tedious things Necessary. that we just talked about that make the difference in a business. I think when I first started, one of the reasons I joined with PT Dom is because my friend Mason Mahoney, some of you guys might know who he is. He's He was one of the first TikTokers to really blow up as a fitness influencer, but he was uh, killing it in PT Dom. But he said to me, he's like, Caleb, I was like, how do you do it? And he's like, I got discipline at the tedious things. He's like, if I miss the tedious things, I wouldn't have grown. I was like, shit, okay. They're not. So I buckled down and I did the things that I didn't want to do on a daily basis. Nobody wants to do liking or going through their likes and their comments because it's an extra task. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to do that. Nobody wants to go and talk to their aunt and uncle because you don't want to seem like you're fucking desperate for a client. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to go through their friend's base because it looks fucking slimy. Nobody wants to get really fucking specific with who they talk to so they can be their own authority. But if you nail down these three things, guys, Guys, in the next two years, you won't even have to worry about leads. I shut my business down from March till fucking December. So almost a fucking year. That's like what, eight months? I shut my business down. I was still pretty consistent with my content, still pretty consistent with putting out videos of me doing my stuff. When I reopened it, I've opened up five spots. I only, I literally did a one CTA opening up five spots. In that one day I did that, I had 16 applications. Damn. But that's because I am the authority in my space. Not because I'm special, but because I've done that work for so fucking long that when I'm asking for clients, people are like, I want in because it's so exclusive. Right. But I did the tedious shit. It's hard. Don't skip it, guys. Don't skip it. I know you want to. It's the boring, mundane, unattractive shit that's going to make your business millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Much respect. Have the best fucking day. Toodles. Peace, love, protein.